drink soda. So now that uh, now that we're officially going to start, and we're a couple minutes in, we should probably do some another visual cue for uh, maybe just hands up, like roller coaster hands. Whoa, so we that, like a, no, a you don't have to do roller coaster face or noise. Just roller coaster hands, so that way I could see it in the you know. All right, cool. Um, you want to give us a countdown? Maybe we both do the countdown. Sure. So five, four, four three. No, like maybe back and forth okay. is what I meant. Five, four, three. Yo, welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast, everybody. My name is Mikey Booyah. My name is Awesome Ty. And we would uh, like to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for joining us, for coming in, for hanging out with us today. We know that there's a lot of broadcasts out there. So many broadcasts, so many other things that you could be doing. So we really appreciate you spending just a little bit of time with us. Mm -hmm. Um, If you end up, uh, you know, getting busy, you get distracted by by something else or maybe... That's not going to happen. No, I mean, it no, shouldn't they're, they're, happen. They're locked in. They're locked in. They're dialed in. But if it does, we urge you to just go ahead and mute this tab, close it down, keep it uh, keep it uh, in the background, you know, let it play. It'll probably oh, auto-play yeah, some yeah. other so we episodes. Get play. Sure. Yeah, it'll be yeah. good. Um, so we, uh, we first would like to issue like a semi-apology, not a real apology, but an acknowledgement that our show has gotten real AI heavy. Oh yeah, it's pretty much become like a podcast about AI technology. Mm-hmm. To and pretty much what we've always done in the in the history of the show where two guys that have no connection or special knowledge of the industry um talking out of our ass about all of this stuff that we don't know anything about. Yeah. Um, that was the whole idea That's behind our, our the, bread and butter. Yeah. The NHP commentaries are, are based on that. We still make thousands of people angry every day with the Rodney Dangerfield back to school video, <laughs> but we don't have any special, um, <clears throat> any special knowledge or schooling about this stuff. We just, uh, you know, got, we're, we're excited. We're intrigued by this stuff, but a lot of people, they're not ready. They don't want to hear it. Yeah, it's just a bunch of nonsense to them. You try mm-hmm. explaining it to like Roach Clip and he's like, what are you talking yeah. about? And then a lot of people are cutting ties with AI. Like Italy banned ChatGPT. Cut, cut it, it out. Wait, I was one step cut off. It can we do, out. can you give us a countdown for the cut it out? Yeah. I didn't, did you say it or did you do it visually? Visually. I didn't hear the five, four. Oh, five, four. Three. We could probably change it in post. Yeah. I could splice it and then kind of, yeah, we can make it work. Um, <clears throat> Italy said no moss. Or what's... Italy said, hey, 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 what is going on here? And then they, they banned, they banned, is it all AI technology or just specifically chat GPT? Uh, just specifically chat GPT. So you can use like um, Bard or whatever these knockoff ones are? Maybe, yeah. It's a nice little workaround. Can you use Dan? Or is the chat GPT <laughs> like website just not, is it like banned? Yeah, I think it's just open AI. So, and I also imagine if you use a VPN, <coughs> then you're going to have access to it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's more of like a um, a figure 
figurative band because people yeah. are going to be able to skirt around it. Yeah, you can't just cut people off 100%. So, yeah, it's more like a symbolic band. Yeah. Um, But band nonetheless. Nonetheless. And then we have um a bunch of jabronis, a bunch of these guys from, uh, it was called... Oh, yeah. Basically a bunch of squares, a bunch of nerds who are like, oh, this technology is its moving along too fast. We need to be careful. Just sounding like a bunch of real goobers. Um, and they're, they're <laughs> calling for, for AI technology and the advancement of it to be scaled back mm-hmm. and slowed down. They're like, slow your roll. And, and, you know, at this point, like, we've already let the cat out of the box. Is yeah, that I think thing? it's too cat late. Cat out of the box? <coughs> cat out of the, the bag? The cat out of the bag, yeah. yeah. And um, this cat's it's running around the room. You're not going to be able to put it back in the bag. No. So, I mean, I think that, you know, they should have considered that before. Like, you've got Elon Musk saying, oh, this is moving along too fast. He funded the shit. He funded um, OpenAI. Yeah. So, like, I mean, kind of. Well, what it is is um, the Future of Life Institute, which is a... A group of—it's a bunch of fucking eighty-year-olds who have very little future of life because they're like ninety and they're going to die of natural causes at any given moment. A lot of these guys were ugly young nerds that were running it, but I, I just saw a bunch of dinosaurs. Their advisors, really. I mean, maybe there's a couple. So they have advisors, which are kind of just like their celebrity faces. You've got Morgan Freeman in there. Yeah, Morgan like, Freeman. What is Morgan Freeman going to advise me on as far as? Um, um, AI. Yeah. And like why I think why he is, much much like Roach Clip would be like, I don't know what you're yeah, talking about. That's what I'm saying. I think um his his understanding of AI technology is probably very basic and on par with, you know, yours or mine. Mm-hmm. So he's not necessarily the the voice that I'm gonna go to for, for expertise on this matter. No, absolutely not. But they got all of these old irrelevant people and a bunch of nerds to sign a thing that is halting the progress and training and development of now, anything that's stronger than ChatGPT. Now let's 4. clarify: they're not actually halting anything. They're just they're they're writing um like a it's like writing a letter to the to a company or something to like a congressman, being like hey, yeah, urging yeah, them to exactly, do something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, it's it's not going to work, and um, it's ineffective tactic yeah nobody is nobody has to do anything nobody's gonna do anything no and you're you're risking really just pissing gpt off to where Mm -hmm. gpt is gonna i mean god only knows what it's capable of at at this point let alone in a couple of months i mean the the capability for revenge is certainly gonna be there absolutely um but this, we're already way too AI heavy. Oh, man. We, we are supposed fuck. to not be doing this with the fuck. episode. It's supposed to be a non-AI episode. Yeah, we were trying to get back to our roots and mm-hmm. just talk about some random Core values that have nothing to do with artificial no. intelligence. No. And here we are. I mean, got here, five I have, minutes in. I have one for you. I learned a new conspiracy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's hear this conspiracy. And this isn't even really so much as a conspiracy as it is a proven fact that is just wild. But I was watching um, the the new Shane Dawson video. You know who that is? No. So Shane Dawson is a disgraced YouTuber in the uh, in in like the comedy. He was like a comedy YouTuber, and then he was like big in like the the beauty scene. He like made his own makeup lines and stuff, and then uh, he 
got canceled for telling a story about how he like molested his cat or something. Oh yeah. Or came that, on his cat. That'll get you canceled. That's what he did. He came on to his cat. That'll get you canceled for sure. Cat cat canceled. I tried to put cat in there, but it didn't really work. Um so he recently came back after his long cancellation. He was gone for like ten years or he whatever. Just kind of reemerged and mm-hmm. tried to like pop back in unnoticed. Mm-hmm. And this is a you know gay guy in the beauty community that makes uh, like weird meme videos. And I now watch what is, it. What does his sexual preference have to do with his cancellation? Anything? No. It's just a, it's a lot of communities that I think our listeners probably aren't, uh, there's not a lot of overlap. So a lot of our listeners probably didn't see the new Shane Dawson video. I would imagine. You don't suppose we have that big of a LGBTQ plus following? Well, I'm not saying that we don't, but I'm saying that, uh. I mean, YouTube doesn't give us that information about your sexual preferences. So we no, but really it will don't soon. Know. Yeah, I, I imagine mm-hmm. so. But my girlfriend watches Shane Dawson. Raven is into this new era of Shane Dawson. And then it was one of those things that was just like on when I like uh, would come in or go out or be doing stuff. And then I got sucked into it because he is like, you know, he's hella funny. He's a sweet boy. Their podcast is like uh, actually a really good podcast. Like, he, just, he just has a thing with ejaculating on animals. No, did he? Yeah. Like, he just comes on cats. Did he intentionally ejaculate on the cat? Or did like, you know, like he's jacking off, the, the load just spurts out and it, it happens to accidentally land on this this feline? Um, It was very intentional, if I remember oh, the wow. story correctly. Yeah, but so you, can't, you can't really be doing that. But he said he did come out later. And come, say, come out, come later. out, yeah, yep. and said that it was a joke that he was just trying to say an extreme thing for a podcast. Okay, you know, which yeah. we've, I think, we've both done that. We've probably we've both done, done that, there. sure, yeah. So, uh, it's kind of up in the air, and that's why he's back now because he denied any responsibility. He didn't double down and say like, "Yes, I fucked my fucked my cat," kind of. Okay, so he put out this new uh this new video about this conspiracy so all of my knowledge from this is from this shane dawson video oh, okay okay so you're just which is why i set this up points. yeah okay gotcha i didn't do this investigation myself even though i did go out and do some on the street work today but the conspiracy goes like this um you're familiar with products some yeah. Yeah. Several. So you go to a store, you got products. You got, you got like a bounty paper towel. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you got like a box of cookies. Uh huh. Box of cookies. So it all started with the animal crackers. You're animal crackers. The animal, they, yeah. Animal that's, that's very cookies. close to a box of crack or cookies. So I they, mean, you someone argued that the animal crackers are in fact cookies. So I mean, box mm-hmm. of cookies. So they have. These animal crackers, organic animal crackers at Trader Joe's that come in a little bucket. And they recently went viral on TikTok or whatever for being the most delicious, like hidden gem, organic. There's no way they're they're better than the the circus car cart, um, you know, like the circus Mm -hmm. train car ones that everybody's familiar with. Those are are the. Yeah, those are the classics. But I think those those are only single serve. The big bags come, they're Stouffer's brand. 
Oh, okay. Which the the train car might even be Stouffer's brand also. Stouffer's is in like the frozen entree company. Yeah, Stouffer's. Stouffer's. Yeah. Is it Stouffer's? It's S-T-A-U-F-F-E-R-S. It's S-T-O-U. Yeah. Stouffer's? Stouffer's. Stouffer's? I've always said Stouffer's. Yeah, me too. And that was a part of the thing too. A lot of- Computer! Everybody's- <laughs> Is it Stouffer's or Stouffer's? Computer, Computer volume, volume 10. 10. <laughs> Computer, is it Stouffer's or Stouffer's? This might answer your question. Stouffer's is a brand of frozen prepared foods currently owned by Nestle. Its products are available in the United States and Canada. Stouffer's Computer, stop. So it's Stouffer's. Owned by Nestle? Like Nestle? Yeah, he, see, he mispronounced Nestle, so mm-hmm. who's to say he's not mispronouncing Stouffer's? So I want to say that the animal crackers are Nabisco animal crackers. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. And Nabisco has got to be owned by Nestle. Nestle's the parent company. Or, yeah, maybe. <clears throat> That's what we'll say. Yeah. So anyway, um, this conspiracy came out that uh, the animal crackers that you get at Trader Joe's on the bucket are the same animal crackers that you get in the Stouffer's bag. Um, the exact same, like made in the same factory, the exact same ingredients, same recipe, same recipe, same thing, just packaged differently. And Trader Joe's, uh, said, no, you know, we have people in Hawaiian shirts in a factory that are making these things. Did Trader Joe's like officially come out and, you know, respond to this? No, they didn't respond at all. Just like unofficial statements. Right, right. And then, uh. There was a um, a recall on pistachios, right? So the whole thing was... Uh, well, what's wrong with the pistachios? The whole, whole thing was under wraps. I recently purchased pistachios. Am I at risk here? No, they're fine. You're fine. Okay. Um, this was a very short time, a few years ago. Oh, okay, cool. little recall. Gotcha. And what happened was they had to pull all the pistachios, and it was uh, Trader Joe's brand pistachios and uh wonderful you know the fancy like wonderful pistachios bag and that's when because of non-disclosure agreements they don't talk about these deals but when the recall happened it was from a certain factory in a certain lot on a certain day so these bags that were sold in this area are potentially contaminated and they had to pull the wonderful from all the stores and the Trader Joe's brand from their stores. So people are, is that where the idea that Trader Joe's is using the same stuff is? Yeah. It's all coming from one factory because of the pistachios. Yes. And then more things happened to, uh, to co- cooperate that story. See, I don't know about that because pistachio is like, I can see that because they're coming off a tree right like you you got a pistachio farm where they farm these pistachios from trees whereas yeah. um animal crackers are are like something <clears throat> that's produced through you know with the individual ingredients produced in a factory yeah so it seems possible to me that you know um two brands could have the same pistachios sourced from like the same farmer area whereas you know, the the animal crackers, it would probably be a different recipe and process and, you know, factory. See, but with the, uh, it does happen with the animal crackers and it happens with everything. 
and everybody's store brand, like Kroger brand, good value, up and up, um, signature select. You know, you got all these different brands, these store brands. They are paid for by the store from the distributor. They cut out the middleman, which would be, you know, post. And say you want to make some cereal. You make a knockoff cereal that looks exactly like it, has a different name. Call them Honey O's. And you cut out uh, General Mills. And you get the exact same product in your own branded box and bag. And then you sell it for half the price because you're getting it for hella cheap. And then you get to keep all the profit and you don't have to split it with General Mills. Brilliant scheme, really. And then uh, all the way down to like Starbucks. uh, They have these like Starbucks tumblers. You know, the fancy ones that you see bougie people and they're all like ribbed and all cool. Yeah, sure. So those at Starbucks are $30. And then at five below, you got the exact same thing made by the same company without a Starbucks logo for five bucks. And I went and checked it out today. I grabbed some oatmeal, the uh, Quaker Oats brand and the store value brand, checked out the ingredients and the nutritional facts. Like everything was, everything matched up. I mean, maybe that's true with some products, but there are a number of store, you know, um, store equivalent products that just don't taste as good as their name brand name brand counterparts. See, and so. that's what I think is it's like a placebo effect. Like it's a brand loyalty thing because I'm a brand whore. And I think that just the idea of pouring it from the branded thing that you're familiar with and grew up with instead of a new weird thing will change the way that your brain like takes the, in the, the taste. Walmart um, generic stuff, especially is like not never as good as the name brand stuff. It's like noticeably different. Maybe like just that's like a Walmart thing, you know, is a, it's a outlier, but still, yeah. I mean, there's definitely products where it's just not, it's not hitting right. It's not hitting like the normal frosted flakes do. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I think, see, I, I'm convinced that that is all in our heads. So you think there's just one big manufacturing plant that's pumping out all the products? Mm-hmm. And You know what we should do? We should, uh, next week on the show, we should do a taste test. And we could get like... Yeah, I'm on board with that. Yeah, we can get like a couple different things, regular and store brand. And then we could do a thing where like uh like say we like get a like a blind taste test. Yeah, we do like like a granola bar, you know? And we could break it in half. We could put the number on the bottom of it, like on a piece of paper underneath it. You know, store yeah, brand. I, th- I think it would have to be something that we like both are familiar with, like the the original. Cause you know, like I don't eat a lot of granola bars, so I'm not gonna be able to correctly identify which one's mm-hmm. which. But say like a, you try like a Oreo. You know, like an Oreo would be a perfect example because yeah. it's it's got a distinct taste. And you know I, what? I we think could the probably store brand Oreo is gonna not. We could probably have ChatGPT give us. No, 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 ChatGPT. Oh yeah, fuck. All right, sorry. Um, let's see. Oh, Trump got arrested. Trump, yeah, he got arrested. Um, for 
for the whole Stormy Daniels thing, which seems like it was years and years ago. It seems like um, that would have been tied up long ago, mm-hmm. but no. I guess um, Bureau- the, the attorney general stuff. or whatever in New York was like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get Trump in, and he's probably going to get off, but I'm going to make him look like a fool, get his fingerprints, and keep him from campaigning as much. So I think it's all very politically motivated. Yeah. It's got to be. And he made a statement from Mar- <coughs> Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago. <coughs> like two hours <coughs> after he got arrested. Yeah, so, so. He, he probably flew to New York, got booked, <coughs> immediately posted bail, and immediately flew on his private yeah. jet back to Florida. Didn't even sit in a holding cell or no, anything. Everyone no. was like, he's getting arrested. I don't think he even got anything. handcuffed. No, of course not. There was no mug shot. So, I mean, like, Super really, like, what's, the, yeah. what's the point? Um... What's the point of this? What's the end game here? Uh, speaking of getting arrested, my uh, my neighbor told on me. Yeah, he snitched it. He snitched yeah. him off. You wanna- yeah, he fucking. So uh, I was here waiting for Ty, and I heard a bunch of talking, a bunch of commotion outside. I look out the window. I see police. Police, probation officers, a bunch of stuff, right? They're shaking down your neighbor. And I'm like, shit. So I like, uh, I closed it up. And I heard them uh, talking about, you know, him being uh, being dirty for like a weed test. And he said, I don't smoke weed. And they were like, we could smell the weed. And he said, that guy right there that parks next to me, he smokes weed. And he's probably smoking weed right now. And it's like, what if I'm on probation? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So mean, he just snitched on me. Didn't even, he wet snitched. He didn't even dry snitch. Yeah, that was, that was a direct snitch. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's upsetting. Yeah, and that's a slippery slope because, granted, you know, like weed's legal, and you're probably not going to get in any sort of trouble for that sort of thing one yeah, way or another. I? But, but I mean, like, you know, if he's going to snitch on you for that, like, what else will he snitch on you for? Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe next time he makes something up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you do smoke a lot of weed, but maybe next time he's like, oh, um, you know, like, I'm not selling this heroin. It's it's the guy next door. <laughs> yeah, the guy and next door. All of a sudden, heroin. you're yeah. you're getting raided because yeah, 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 exactly. So. Um, Just to clarify, you don't sell heroin, though. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, I've never even touched. Oh no, heroin. I did op- heroin free. I did. Uh, what's not opium? Uh, yeah, maybe it was opium. Did opium? Did you go to like an opium den and like lie in like a cot? And just like smoke it. <laughs> no, I smoked it uh, at the gathering of the juggalos, which is a nice. Uh, I mean, if you're if you're not going to be nice able to smoke it in an opium den, then yeah, I guess I guess the gathering of the juggalos is the next next yeah. best place for that sort of thing. And I think I smoked it wrong too. I think that did you have like a, I'm just picturing like a like a long yeah Gandalf yeah. type pipe. No, it was smothered onto a joint and then uh, baked with a lighter until it hardened and then smoked like it was hash, like we were covering a joint with like hash. So I think that was wrong. And it just like made me feel uh, like sick and dizzy and it was like hard to walk. But then um, other people that were there that smoked that thing also, it like sent them into like a deep thing with heroin. Oh, shit. And they were like chasing that the whole time. Chasing the dragon. But I think they did more opium without me in a probably better way. Yeah. You know? But uh, yeah, heroin now. Well, much like AI, you know, opium, opium and all opiates are a slippery slope that you have to be very careful with. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, we don't know what, like, it learns so quick. You know, it's like exponential 
how quick it learns. So every day we wake up, it's learned 10 years worth. We can't. Yeah. Yeah. See, Sorry. We can't. It's a really interesting topic, but we can't just make it our, <laughs> our whole thing. No, we just have to get out. And for people that like AI, you know. We're sorry if you feel, you know, like you're not getting what you want to say. I talk the spicy stuff, but we we got next week. We got the week after that. You know, I'm sure that we'll get into it again. Yeah, maybe sometime. We got to, like, build some stuff up so that way we have some big news instead of just uh, telling all the little news. Right, right. And we could probably even ask AI for the news about itself every once in a while and then save the... Okay, we gotta. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. So we um, we had an idea for um, I don't know how this idea came to me, but I wanted to to come up with the top three goofiest Juggalo rappers. No, let's not bill it like that. Let's okay. You and me, we uh, I I would say we're rappers, even though neither of us have you know released a song. Used in a to long used time. to make some rap songs. I, <clears throat> I feel kind of corny saying I'm a rapper, but uh, we are you know uh. We have been rappers. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe still are. Maybe could be again my, my in the future. Heyday, I dabbled. Yeah. So I would even go out on a limb and say that at one point we were juggalo rappers. Yeah. Like it was more for me, it was more like juggalo comma rapper. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I never really leaned you separated the art to from the, the juggalo too whatever. much. Too much. Maybe I did it there very you know, beginning, but um Yeah. But yeah, we were both involved in the the Juggalo scene. I'm I'm kind of ashamed to say, because um, it really hasn't aged very well in a lot of ways. No, absolutely not. But um, there are still <coughs> Juggalo rappers out there, um, just you know, vying to to be the next ICP or, or Twisted. You know, yeah, there's there's a lot of them. And we started as somewhat Juggalo rappers. A lot of these Juggalo rappers were our peers, our people that we worked with and uh, supported each other and shit. So. We wanted to keep that tradition alive and shout out some new Juggalo rappers. Yeah, I'm thinking we could do like um, kind of like the voice, the voice. We're going to have, you know, three of these these um, Juggalo rappers who have been screened. And, you know, they're maybe not the best ones, but we don't have time to go through a hundred of them. You know what I mean? So these are like the first few that we came across. Mm-hmm. And they're, they all, you know, they all hold... Um, they hold up to, to what you might be expecting. Yeah. Um, and also, speaking of the voice, that Kanye thing that you sent me was crazy. How AI... Well, no, it's AI, different. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a song. It's an AI song. So this uh, song generator machine learning thing uh, made Kanye sing a whole last song that he didn't sing. A cover for Hey There Delilah. Hey There Delilah, yeah. And it was wildly good. And yeah, sounded, sounded just like sounded that. really authentic. Like yeah. there are only a couple of spots that I was like, okay, yeah. I can kind of tell there that that's not really Kanye singing. And a couple of spots, you know, like Kanye's, he's a good singer, but he's not the best singer. And a couple of the spots, it sounded too good. You know what I yeah. mean? To, to be for Kanye's voice. But um, still, nonetheless, it's wild that, the, you know, we've advanced to this this point where you can just flat out create you know, music, make a new Kanye West song, or I assume that yeah. it's, you know, like anybody, right? Like any major artist that... Imagine, like, like say you're you're on a big, like, Mac Miller kick, and you're waiting for the new Mad Lib album with Mac Miller to drop. It's going to be good. Yeah, it is. 
and you know you're going through his old catalog you've played it all out and you're looking for something fresh something new you could just generate a new Mac Miller song or a Mac Miller album. Yeah, you just you you request Mac Miller lyrics from from you know like GPT four or something, mm-hmm. and then I assume you just plug those into to whatever you know they're they're using to to duplicate the voices, and boom, you've got it. Yeah, you've I'm sure that you could probably get GPT four to give you like the keys that that everything's in too, like which oh, line yeah. and give. Wait, hold on, we got to get off of this. Yeah, yeah. We should, because that's actually really yeah, cool. We gotta, we gotta get to these juggalo rappers. Yeah. We gotta give them their shine. Mm-hmm. The, we the, gotta shout out to their voices. Rappers. So, um, it didn't take us very long to find these guys, but you know, they're they're. You, I mean, how should we do this? Should we just like first read off their names? Uh, I say we go one at a time. Okay. <clears throat> so first up, we got the Mad Scientist Balls Baloney. Uh, and his sidekick, Doctor Drizzle Sack. Yeah, who's like a hype man or something. Man, like. You would assume that we made this up, but no, no, no. You, you guys can um, go to, to the mad scientist balls That's a real website where yeah. you can purchase real merchandise with this guy's picture mm-hmm. and his, his songs. And um, are we going to play the song? No, no. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's what you might expect for, you know, like a, a artist named mad scientist balls baloney and Dr. Drizzle sack. Yeah. So that's a real thing. Um, next, we had um Ne- necrotic and, they, and these guys all spell their names you know um stylistically you know off of how yeah. they should be spelled so you're gonna have to play around when you're googling these but here uh you've got i think we could pull up this guy's exact yeah you've got necrotic it's got a, a few numerals in there it's instead N- of three k r zero T exclamation point, which is a nice touch. Uh-huh. I don't think I've ever seen anyone do that. <coughs> and you and got a K Im- at the end. Imagine for SEO purposes, like that's he's really like taking one for the team. Mm-hmm. Um, so necrotic and with uh, Daniel Dahmer. Daniel Dahmer, and I think that's a guy that he actually paid to be on the track with yeah. him or something. But Daniel Dahmer wasn't you know like much better as far as like performing or aesthetically than this guy so they're both cut from the same cloth of of just being kind of like these no i actually think i think daniel dahmer shined through he was the he was way more talented i mean he rapped slightly better but i mean they they both just looked like they, they came out of a hot topic in 2005 um you know and then and then rolled around in dirt they came out of a hot topic and then they like went and like rolled around in dirt like um pig pen from from um the peanuts gang. Yeah. And then they went to like a alley with like some clown murals and shot a music video. God. So if you're into into that, <laughs> check out ne- ne- Necrotic. Necrotic. Ne- necrotic with several featuring- numbers. Uh, Dan- Daniel Dahmer was just in that one song, so we suggest that you go find that song. That was a good one. Yeah, and number three um, is Die Nasty, spelled D-I-E, mm-hmm. nasty, all one word. So in Die Nasty die instead nasty. of Dynasty, yeah. the the Mexican Thuggalo. Yep, so, Die Nasty, the Mexican Thuggalo, who works with, uh, his name was like San- U- U-A, the Russian... Thuggalo? Yeah, so at least we're not getting like um your tr- traditional me- um American thuggalos like we had, you know, just seen with with Dahmer and um mm-hmm. presumably Dr. Baloney or whatever, but um 
Yeah, they were all, I mean, they were all Juggalo rappers for sure. Yeah. For sure. And we just want to shout them out. If there's any Juggalos that are listening to this show, um, you know, go check out those guys. Go give them, go support them. That's what Juggalo rapping's all about. It's about getting support by the Juggalos. Yeah, and also. That's why like, you do it. Yeah. That's why you rep Juggalo. Otherwise, it's like, why are you going to. Is It was the weirdest thing to me. Because I was never like a super juggalo rapper. I would like rep ICP gear for a while in the early days. But then I like stopped doing that after I started doing a few like visuals, you know. Once you start coming up with your own canon and your own shtick, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, Why are you, you going to like wear someone else's away. story? And I mean, yeah, and that's just been done to death. There's there's thousands of these guys out there and they have been mm. for, for probably 20 years now. But they're, I, I wouldn't say thriving still. I'm sure it's not a thriving scene. No. But it these is videos a scene had like 16 views. Still nonetheless. So go, go support yeah. those guys. Um, Hopefully 17 views now that you went and saw it. Sound off in the comments. Um, which one of these guys uh, you're you're feeling the most? Whether it's Mad Scientist, Balls Baloney, Necrotic, or or the Mexican Thugalo. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think that that is something that we could do every once in a while, and just kind of like give these guys their propers. You know? Yeah. Yep. Shout out these. Give them their flowers. Juggalo rappers. Say. Yeah. While they're still alive. Implying is that implying? Did you were you implying the rest of that? No, it's just like a, a term <coughs> for giving someone their props. Just give them their flowers? Give them their flowers. Oh, all right. I thought it had to do with the after they, before they die. No, I mean, you want you want to give someone their flowers while they're still, you know, um, around to smell them. Yeah, all right. Yeah, same thing. Um, So, everything in my, everything I try to go to is AI. Yeah. All the stuff that I... There's really no way around it. And that's how it's going to be, you know, going forward, not just for this podcast, but for all of us, mm-hmm. AI is going to slowly seep into every facet of our life. And yeah. um, there's really not much we can do. <clears throat> we've, again, we've let this cat out of the bag and now this cat is going to grow into like a saber toothed tiger and just maul us <laughs> all. Okay. All right. I got it. I asked chat GPT for topics that are not related to AI. So that way we could kind of get away from it. We can go into a new direction. Okay. And, you know, he hasn't failed us yet. So, um, the benefits and drawbacks of remote work. Neither of us work remotely, so that we don't yeah. have much frame of reference there. Can you imagine what they would be? Uh, it'd be so boring. Um, I don't think I'd get any work done if I, if I worked remotely. I'd probably get fired pretty quick. So, yeah. I don't know that there are any benefits, at least for me <coughs> personally. Um how to stay motivated and productive. I definitely Why is this can't, all working from home? I definitely can't give you any insight on how to stay motivated or productive because I'm typically a procrastinator. So I, I, yeah. I mean, you're going to want to do the opposite of what I would do. Yeah, same. <laughs> the history and impact of hip-hop music, we kind of touched on that with these Juggalo rappers, although I would say I would say there's probably a lot, a lot deeper we could dig. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see, we got a... The importance of financial literacy and money management skills. And this is another topic which I feel like I'm ill-suited to to give you advice on. But maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe I'll start, I'll start saving my money a little bit more and then I can give you some tips. How about the science behind meditation and mindfulness practices? I got nothing. Yeah, me neither. Uh, like, because I, I don't really know a lot about meditation and mindfulness practices, let alone the science behind them. 
see, really the only way we're going to be able to execute these podcast ideas is by then like <coughs> plugging them back into to AI and mm-hmm. having AI give us talking points on each one. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. Let's see what that does. Uh, let's pick one of these. The history and evolution of human language, the importance of sleep for physical health, uh, the impact of inequality and discrimination on marginalized communities. Speaking of that, um, did you see that the all the the um, far right is really upset with Anheuser Busch and Bud Light because yeah. they had like a trans spokesperson or something like that. And now you've got Kid Rock out here shooting 30 packs of Bud Light with an uh, AR-15. Yeah, and then do you see the picture of him that was going around back when he was uh, in his DJ days and he's drinking a Bud Light at a show that's hosted by a drag queen? That sounds about And she's like sitting right. next to him and they're talking and he's just drinking a Bud Light. That's really funny. And also Travis Tritt. I don't know if you know who Travis Tritt. I certainly don't, but he's a, he's a <coughs> country western music guy. Yeah. And he had a, a lucrative deal with Anheuser-Busch and Budweiser to sponsor his tours and all that. He said, nope, you know what? You're, you're dealing with this tranny. I, I want no part of you. Damn. And he, he, he left the bag on the table. All Damn. because, you know, they... I don't even think that, like, the um, person in question appeared in, like, an actual ad. I want to just say they were just, like, very loosely affiliated with Bud Light, or maybe they just, like, endorsed Bud Light on their own, and Bud Light retweeted it or something like that. Yeah. But that was enough to get to get all these um, <coughs> these conservatives up in a, a tissy fit, if you will. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, it's wild. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. As, as a centrist, you know, like I, every time I feel like I'm leaning in one direction or the other, you know, like maybe I'm getting a little closer to the right, the the, the extremists do something like this to just like push me back to the center. Yeah. And it's kind of, I kind of rely on it to keep myself grounded and, you know, neutral. Yeah, very true. That's, that's a good way to look at it because uh, it'll do the same thing to me. And that's, uh, I don't even, I don't even know. I don't even know, dude. Yeah, I'm I'm at a loss for words. Yeah, I literally am. I don't know. It's like, like you said, it was such a, I know that it was like a minor, super minor thing. And everybody keeps bringing it back to a drag queen reading a book to kids or something like that. Yeah, I think that's the, like a, a big thing lately. And then, and then like the drag community obviously like sees it and like now they're pushing forward like trying to do even more and like just you know it's like a it's like a culture war yeah they're going head to head makes you think what are they trying to distract us from you know what do you think is about to happen that's got everybody out war what's happening right now you got you got um war with potentially all of the other superpowers and you saw the ice cream you got got china thing no the Joe Biden ice cream video? Uh, I know Joe Biden fancies some ice cream. I know that uh, he came out and he did his uh, his press conference after the the recent uh, S, the recent yeah. S-ing. Yeah, the thing that happens at the schools that you don't want to. Yeah, and um, he came out and he was like, I came because I heard there was going to be ice cream. Did he really do that? He really did that, and he was like, chocolate. Oh my goodness! Chocolate. 
Yep, that's Reese's ice cream. Can't do that. Nope. I got a whole freezer of it upstairs. Nope. And then, um, <clears throat> went on to address the nation. See, it, you know that's that's pushing me, thing. swaying a little bit left. That pushes me <coughs> right back to the center there. So thank you, Joe Biden, for mm-hmm. keeping me keeping me grounded and neutral. Yeah, it's wild. So, uh, there also was what did you, what what did you say before that? In between the 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 Joe Biden thing, and Tra- then there Travis was Tritt, Travis Tritt. Uh, yeah, man, they're mad. People are mad. Yeah, so mad. Um. How about the psychology behind decision-making and how to improve your decision-making skills? Yeah, I mean, we could, we could probably do that. I don't, I mean, I make decisions. I, I can't necessarily vouch for the decisions as being But like life is like ones, a, but it's just a series of decisions, yeah, right? I mean, really every, you know, like I'm making a decision to, to take a drink of this, this yerba right now. Yeah. Granted, it's a very minor decision, but it's just... Just constant decision making. Decisions? It's like what this podcast this podcast sucks without AI, dude. Yeah, yeah. We need AI stuff. Yeah, we we're need, talking about making decisions. We need AI back. <laughs> and it's just like the basic level of it. We didn't even put it in and ask for a deeper explanation of it. I make decisions. That's crazy, dude. This I couldn't imagine life without AI and it wasn't here six months ago. There was, it was not like this at all. You remember when we messed around with Uber Duck? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and it was like, hello, I'm the guy from Die Hard. Yeah, like a very primitive um, AI vocal And it would generator. do that thing where it would be like, I'll be back. Yeah. And yeah. like change up the inflection. The, the only one that sounded good was E40, <coughs> and that's because E40 kind of talks like that anyway. So. Yeah, he already talks like AI. <clears throat> but um, that's where it was at. Six months ago. And now you've got Kanye out here singing a perfect rendition of Hey There, Delilah, to, you know, much yeah. to the light of my ears and yours. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's crazy, like, all of these different things that we could immediately use it for and have no time to learn how to use it before the next thing comes out. And I couldn't imagine life without it now. So, like, why do we have to do the podcast without it? We can I don't, I don't think we do. I think we can just kind of embrace it. And if I could quote um, um, Fat Boy Slim, we've come a long, long way together through the hard times and the good. I've uh-huh. got to celebrate you, AI. I've got to praise you like I should. Mm-hmm. Computer, say goodbye. Goodbye. Natural Habitat Recordings.